What is going on, everybody? It is episode 292 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. Oh, boy. Did recording that Last of Us review earlier today take a lot out of me, but it's okay. It's going to be a chill day today. We've got our main guest host. Introduce yourself, please. On God, guys. Dane Font here. Marketing man extraordinaire. Patron state of White Boy Summer. And that boy. You know that boy. Yeah, we're bringing that back. We're bringing that back. We're going. It was a frog on a unicycle. It wasn't that special. I mean, have you seen a frog on a unicycle before? Only then. Huh? Seems special. That was the one exception. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is gonna be a difficult one. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting tension in the room already. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's good. That's good. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Zachary Levi is dealing with some tension in his life right now. Uh, Zachary Levi (laughs) is in trouble. Uh, Branch Covidians have come for him because he has decided to make one little singular comment about Pfizer maybe sort of not being the most virtuous gazillion dollar company in human history. It's shocking. Shocking, I tell you. First I've heard. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Sam Smith's wholesome an unbelievably family-friendly new music video that I'm sure you guys would absolutely love if you went and looked up that right now. Watch it with your kids. Don't do that. Don't do that. That was a joke. Don't do that. Uh, we're going to talk about that. There, there, people have had some opinions about whether it's leading to the degradation of morality in society, and to which I say, Bleh. Whatever. Uh, We'll talk about that, and we're going to talk about an actress named Andrea Riseborough, who's caused quite a controversy because she had the temerity, there's that word again, of getting nominated through a grassroots movement for Best Actress at the Oscars, which means, of course, had to be racism some sort so we'll, we'll talk about There's that no other explanation no, there classic is, cl- classic am i right guys uh we will do that and then of course ladies and gentlemen we will be doing meme review but before we get started with all of that i want to ask you guys to please like this video leave comments on this video mary's laughing i don't know what she's laughing at the about. gay of Hope, us the, that's, that's what i'm laughing that's at. what she's laughing at okay well i'm immature if you guys have not yet if after you like this video after you subscribe to this channel after you leave a comment here go and make a bookmarked tab for the last of us episode <laughs> three review which was really more of a merry rant than a than a review and i think you guys will have a lot of fun so answer the <laughs> A poll. Uh, I have a poll up right now asking people if you have not seen it yet, uh, have you watched Mary's review of The Last of Us? Uh, Mary's, Mary's review. review. <laughs> it really is kind of Mary's review. Uh, like look, me- <laughs> I think it makes up for the other ones where my only opinion was like, yes. it's meh. Yeah. <laughs> so we will we will talk about that. Uh, and if you are new here, if this is your first time watching this channel and you see that right below me, right right there. That is what is called the crisis meter. If you would like to uh, see the crisis meter reach its full potential and then scare the crap out of Dane, hopefully, I have in fact created a new crisis party sound effect, which uh, I I was... This uh, is going to be a surprise for me as well. I don't know what it is. Yes, uh, I will have a lot of fun making it. I think Dane will love it. It's very, very low-key. It's not not loud and overbearing at all, I promise. Or are you gaslighting us about it? Could be. All right, all right. We'll see. So, So So that is the crisis meter down there. And then, of course, you've got the prices counter, uh, the crisis counter up there and everything like that. I'm getting better at pointing at stuff like, well, it's it's you've always been pretty good at that. I feel feel like a weather lady when, you know, not a weather guy, uh, a weather lady (laughs) when they point at the you are wearing a skirt. Thank you. It's just funny because they don't actually know what's on the green screen while they're gesturing toward it. No, they're they're just pointing. They're just (laughs) pointing. It's my it's my favorite thing. All right. So we're going to talk about all that before we get started. I want to make a uh, point out a couple of 
things that happened over the weekend that I do think bear worth mentioning. The original Wednesday Adams passed away, uh, Lisa Loring wow. at the age of 64. Uh, and then also I wanted to mention, this is because they were both relevant to things that are coming out now. Uh, Annie Wershing, who played uh, Tess in the, or in the game of The Last of Us. Oh. She, she's the voice actress. She's also a regular. Fortuitous. Uh, she's also a regular actress as well. She's very, very, she was very, very good. It was very sad to, to read about this, but she passed away. She had an aggressive form of cancer. Uh, I, I just think it bears repeating because a lot of people keep asking. Whenever something like this happens, they mention, fa- uh, did they die suddenly? Was They're, it safe and effective yeah, is what they always ask. Yeah, but- you know, there are exceptions always, exactly. and uh, we're going to be talking about yeah. that in our first segment yeah. anyways. But also, uh, <laughs> Avatar, it just keeps going, ladies and gentlemen. It is still at the top of the box office, seventh week in a row here in America, they and it, it just took the fourth place for the highest grossing film of all time, passing Star Wars The Force Awakens. I've never been so ambivalent about it's something. About something so, so successful? I mean, it's it's massively successful, and I don't care either way. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm like, I, honestly I don't, same. I don't, you know, I'm not bitter about it, yep. but I'm also not happy about it. Yep. I, I've never been more ambivalent about a movie before. All right. Well, then we will we will move <laughs> on. We will move on past the ambivalence. I'm just I, I just figure we keep people updated because people always think that like whenever something's successful and they think you don't care about it or they think that you want it to fail, they think you just skate by it. But I'll keep updating. I mean, it is a story. It is important to at least I don't know if it's worth of a segment of us talking about it, but it is shockingly successful. So fourth highest grossing movie of all time. Very yeah. very good for James Cameron, I guess. All that bravado and those like things of him threatening Fox executives finally makes sense, I suppose, right? So, guys, we're going to get started. Zachary Levi, you know him as Shazam. I know him as Chuck. Maybe a lot of people here know him as Chuck. Uh, He is an actor. He's very, very good. And he, uh, I I think he knows that his time is running, is coming to a close at DC. And he just might not care anymore. Because he had the absolute gall to say that Pfizer. The temerity to say that Pfizer was, in fact, not perfect i'm, I'm gonna put the tweet on screen this is literally what this is all about true somebody warning says, somebody says somebody named Lyndon wood says do you agree or not that pfizer is a real danger to the world and he says hardcore agree that's what all this is over he dared yes. to question the virtuous nature of a multi like a trillion dollar company that pays out billions of dollars in in fines and lawsuits every year. Simply because Zachary Levi didn't spread his cheeks for Big Pharma. Wow. My my favorite of all (laughs) Everyone is having a a temper tantrum about it. My favorite was one person who says, this is somebody named Amirius on Twitter, says, Zachary Levi knows his DC universe is crumbling, so he's going out with a bang and zero dignity. Wow. we was going to lose his job anyway, so now he'll blame being canceled on and impending doom on uh, on his comments. So the idea here is what? It is zero dignity to question a trillion-dollar big pharma company. What the hell happened to the world? Then a couple hours later, yeah. after people were giving him flack for this, he tweeted a link to a statement from the Department of Justice about a settlement that Pfizer paid out. Yeah. It was $2.3 billion dollars. Because of fraudulent marketing over misbranding an inflammatory drug called Bextra. So nothing to do explicitly with a vaccine. Nope. My favorite things about these stories is always, always, always that 
it's super tepid. Yeah. It's right. He he only says hardcore agree. Yeah. Two words. And, and an emoji. And here's the Oh well. Now, and here's now the, just um, emoji. As soon as this came out, I, I decided to save this. Uh, I just refreshed this. This is literally what comes up when you look at his name. Zachary Levi appears to tweet anti-vax sentiment. Zachary Levi, he agrees that pharma is a danger to the world. That like here it is. TMZ proving their Chad the status. The headlines aren't showing like, on screen, by the uh, way. But uh, oh, okay. Um, uh, the like TMZ proving their Chad status by being like the only one. But they, that had, they just jump at the chance to to fear monger. There it is. About. Now, such a benign tweet that's almost like boring and unremarkable. It's almost like J.K. Rowling. Like yeah. her takes are actually so milk toast and uninteresting mm -hmm. and rather like commonly held beliefs, actually. Yeah. But they blow it out of proportion yep. just to, you know, cause more division and chaos. Drunk 3PO says, please pray for Zach. I don't think he knows what's coming for him. Pray you for really, him. You Is that really... a threat? Is it a veiled threat? No, but no, that's Drunk 3PO's on his side. Drunk 3PO saying, I don't think he realizes the amount, the, the type of mental illness that's he about must, to come. He must, though, right? Like, he is Maybe. in Hollywood. He knows... Yeah the repercussions for going off script, right? Oh, look, there's my response. I, <laughs> I forgot I responded to it. Yeah, if, if he had waited till February, I would cynically think this was marketing. Like, oh, uh, hey, you want proof that that works? Look at all the weirdos who are buying a Hogwarts legacy game that they would never play otherwise just because they want to support J.K. Rowling. And I know that's an unpopular opinion, but you don't just give money to a, a billionaire lady because she ha holds one view that you agree with. Play the game because you want to play the game, not because you want to support a, a billionaire who has one out of 50,000 views that you agree with. None of these celebrities are your friends. None of them. Even the ones that agree with you, take them for what they say, like take their words for what they are, but don't put them on a pedestal ever. And right. I, I, if he had waited till February, I would have thought they were like, oh man, like we really need to put some advertising into the Shazam movie. What's the best way we can do that? We can say that he's for the normie fans, you know, like, like the rock is for the fans. I might come off as like extremely cynical, almost to the point of being evil for saying this, but right after he posts yep. these things, he goes to Instagram and announces that his father has died of cancer. That was my other thought was that maybe one of it is like it's possible that he's like he lost his dad and he just he's over it right now. He's over censoring himself. Right. He's like, going through emotional trauma. But also is this to to follow up his controversial posts with something that is not controversial, which is sympathy for his grief? I, I don't know. But then, you know, more people are reposting yeah. uh, his takes from the past. Like, he's expressed a, a tepid, you know, favorable take about Jordan Peterson, saying yeah. that he is, like, a respectable intellectual when he was on Joe Rogan in the past. And then there's this tweet that he posted in 2018, uh, like, right after Me Too, saying, um, men, saying that men can't lead meaningful conversations about sexism and that white people can't lead meaningful conversations about racism is both sexist and racist. Truth doesn't care about privilege, nor do those who seek it. And yeah. I don't know what he was quote tweeting because it was since deleted, but once again, such a non-controversial, tepid take. On, a, on a positive side, what I also see this is that a lot of people have seen you know people be little blaze because of comments on the internet and perhaps they realize that 
the kind of the the worst of it it's already on the back burner yeah. and you honestly don't have to fear these losers that much no he's he's also a christian so they hate him anyways yeah, he's, well. he's off to a, a negative start to because he's a christian well he also just seems like such a uh, no offense, but like such a chuggy. No, dude, What's chuggy? he's a lovable, awesome dude. That's what I what I mean yeah. is that he is chuggy yeah. because he's a wholesome person yeah. who doesn't seem chronically online, chronically yeah. cynical and nihilistic to the point where he would post something controversial just for the sake of riling people up. I think he's posting these things because they genuinely resonate with him, and otherwise on social media, he's. Yeah. Not a net negative force. So he here, here we're posts just like random memes and positivity. You know, I also saw that he posted on his Instagram story like some quote from St. Thomas Aquinas, and I was like, hmm. He was the one in that Kurt that that the the faith based film about Kurt Warner. That was him who played Kurt Warner. What in was that this movie. called? Uh, I forget the name of the movie, um, but it was uh, it was hmm. about Kurt Warner, who's a devout. Yeah, who's very religious in his success in football. Uh, here's some more comments from some absolutely just really, really well-balanced people mentally. Uh, this person says, Mind you, this man believes in reverse racism and has supported people who are anti-everything minority and made fun of an abuse survivor. He's talking about Amber Heard. Uh, what? Never wow. seen someone so determined to be jobless in my entire life. They're talking about his uh, his comments about... He, he made fun of Amber Heard. It's absolutely insane that they are claiming he's like desperate to be jobless when the more likely scenario is that he's already been dumped from the DC yep. EU by James Gunn's yep. new plans to reboot everything or recast everyone. Yep. And, and also how transparent is the world right now? It's like, oh, a deferring opinion? I hope right. you like me got employed because you can't disagree with well, me. I am objective <laughs> truth. So said it's okay dude your career is over and dc isn't gonna cast you again because of this now just enjoy your job at the daily wire <laughs> uh like <laughs> just remember that wow, they, they did keep ezra miller around so if it is that just says more about dc than anything the other funny thing is that they they fired uh the lady who made the comment about ashley ba she made like a very tepid comment saying like i don't agree with ashley babbitt but she shouldn't have died um, Michelle Borth, she she played Mary uh, Mary Marvel in the. How dare she not homicidally jeer at, at yeah. someone violently dying? I don't not now. To be fair, the article what? that I was reading might have conflated that. I don't think they ever actually confirmed that that's why she wasn't brought back for the sequel. <laughs> the, what they did is they aged up, like they they aged up the actress who's playing, so she can play both roles, both the uh, the one in the superhero costume and the younger yeah. version. So it's possible well, that even that was if the it's not for confirmed, that. like you know yeah. how this industry behaves yep. it, anyone who differentiates from the narrative as trite as it is to say <laughs> this is this is my will get like basically dropped into mm. a trap door this is my other favorite one this is just proof that the media is evil it says zachary levi imploding his dc future proves that Dwayne johnson was right to snub shazam what the f do, does one have to do with the other they have nothing to do with each other. My po with me when my politics, yeah. my insane politics, get to also converge yeah. with my weird team loyalty to a superhero franchise. They also they mentioned that he he's in the in elite anti-vax class with Letitia Wright and Evangeline Lilly. Okay. Well, Letitia Wright and Evangeline Lilly didn't lose their jobs. No, uh, to the contrary, Evangeline Lilly and Letitia Wright are both thriving at Marvel. So, maybe hey, maybe women. Marvel is anti-vax. Did you ever think about that? Maybe you should go pro... Oh, no, sorry. They made that vaccine comment, comic 
Sorry. Well, then now they just make no sense. Are they pro-vax or are they anti-vax? You're the, these are the people that saying that this is a binary choice. You only get one or the other, which is weird because they're all usually big fans of being non-binary, which makes no sense. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll do anything nice to... It, yeah, that's, that was good. Well, they'll do anything to twist this narrative into a W for them. So, yep. like, if he's not in D.C. anymore, it's because he imploded his career. Yep. But if he is again then it's you know james gunn taking you know taking pity on him or james gunn is like he's one step closer to rebooting all of dc like they'll i don't even know what this has to do with james gunn but like he likely was getting recasted anyway and dc can't win because they've got pdf file alleged ezra miller um, pe- people are mad at Gal Gadot because oh, she supports I Israel. I have this one as well. This one's great. It says anti-vax Shazam, Zionist Diana, Ben Affleck, right. incel Clark, and worldwide criminal Flash. I knew they were going to be mad at Gal Gadot for being pro-Israel. Yes. It says DC can't catch a break. And then my favorite comment was somebody just goes, she goes, I love how Ben Affleck's crime is just existing. Like Pretty everybody much. else, they give a reason. Ben Affleck's just Ben Affleck. I knew, Dane, I knew Dane would love that. I mean, he made the... The worst Batman ever. Uh, uh, I well, mean, Clooney. It was Clooney. It was Clooney. Okay, we agree. I mean, you're wrong either way. So you what do you mean? It's not Clooney. So you're, quickly. No, no, you're 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 wrong. Even if uh, even if you think it's the second worst. So to be fair. Okay. It's you know interesting. It's uh. Do you, these you people not win. know that these actors and actresses are people, and like most of them probably privately hold opinions that they would find abhorrent. Yeah, that that's my favorite part. Is like. The world has not changed that much, and most of the time, these people believe the same things you do. They just understand that they they're more professionally industrious than than the average person, and they keep it to themselves because you, me, or someone else may have decided that your morals or your values are more important to you than taking just an absolute truckload of money. But these people, most of the time, take the truckload of money. And if I'm being fair. I don't, am I supposed to hate on them for, for keeping quiet so that they can make their money? I don't really care. And you know that that's, what's the most interesting and revealing about this worldview in particular, about 75% of the people that hold this view, fake hold this view. And they're only coerced to having this opinion under the threat of being fired, violence and insert other negative impacts on your life. So interesting. So most some of your most vocal advocates don't believe it and they're only doing it at threat of fear. Yeah. And somehow you are the moral authority of the universe as we go on. That's them believing that the end justifies the means and that their their anger is a righteous anger which gives them permission to to behave abhorrently. Well, I I all I can say is I hope a lot of you are historians if you hold this worldview because you're going to have to do some really interesting work there it was to sell it Thank it's you. um for me for stuff like this like never never take them at their word like for the celebrities like i don't really trust anything any of them say i i can only tr- like judge them based on the behavior their past behavior from what i see zach Le- zachary levi seems to be a stand-up dude but i caution against people supporting people just because they agree with like one or two things that they agree on because like you said you're only seeing the front-facing side of who they are here anyways. You're not going to get the full picture of who they are. Uh, I and mean, this kind of happened. We talked about Chris Pratt last week where I was, 
I was just talking about, look, he can't win. He walked he back walked his... Back but he, his original walk-back statement on being religious. So he, he walked back his walk-back, but very few other people are required to constantly justify themselves. So can I really hate the dude for just finally being like, look, I want to be left alone. I think it's, it takes a certain level of sanity um, and level-headedness to be on a show like Joe Rogan's, right? And like, if, if you're in Hollywood, I know this is a low bar, and I hate that this is the benchmark that we're using, but, like, Joe Rogan is so hated by so many, like, establishment people in that industry that it does take a certain level of, like, nuance. Yep to accept an invitation to that show to praise someone like Jordan Peterson who I in a lot of ways is know. like partisan I wonder if they don't know like Jordan Peterson's an interesting litmus test where I see a lot of people who are not culture war people that will see reels of him talking and post it because it looks like common you know it is common sense and it's very very sane logic I mean not just logic though and I just anytime one of my friends who I know is not privy to what's going on right now I just imagine their inbox it's not just logic though I think it's actually primarily emotion that causes people to have a more favorable view of Jordan Peterson is not if it were logic then they would like Ben Shapiro right they like Jordan Peterson because of his delivery his sincerity and yes like his emotional vulnerability and I think that's why maybe someone like Zachary Levi who seems to really embrace like this message of radical love and like um radical acceptance and tolerance I heard Kanye openness, something like intellectual openness I think that is why it would resonate with him. But emo emotional vulner vulnerability, that's a hard word for me, is only something that's come in the forefront of him as a recent. Be but originally, he was the structure and order person. Yep. And I agree that he's kind of the perfect figure to understand where people are coming from because there's a type of person that actually knows what he said. And some have even read what he's written and you're like oh okay literally the least offensive practically age-old advice to help young men progress through life and there's other people that have taken this one line from an interview and have made this his entire identity and made it made it also their life goal to drive this poor guy miserable because of something he didn't mean and something that you're purposely unaware of and so it really is a great test because then you see people's like oh i see you're the kind of person that just spouts off opinions that you download from someone else interesting <laughs> downloaded quite literally because literally npcs waiting for the next software I just, update i want to look at this this response one more time i just want you to to really contemplate the stupidity of the age we live in when he makes a comment where you don't trust a zillion dollar company that literally pays out billions of dollars in fines and people are acting as if it's going to be a PR nightmare because right. it is going to be a PR nightmare because somewhere I watched a great video last week called the birth of woke capitalism and they talk about how woke capitalism was born out of the 2008 financial crisis and corporations had to put a pretty face on a very serious problem that they had created and the at the forefront of this were banks and pharmaceutical companies and that's where we're at now. They are so good 
at their job of marketing that they've turned an entire population from being against them to shilling for them against this one poor dude who just made one single comment. And the first thing I thought of was the only way that you can get through something like this is if you're like a Candace Cameron Bure or a Zachary Levi, if you're religious, you won't have the, the mental fortitude a lot of the time to put up with all this unless you feel like you have a higher calling. By the way, I, I say that as somebody who's agnostic. I'm saying that like to go to war with the entirety of the medical industrial complex, Hollywood and Twitter, I you mean, kind of have to be a little nuts or have a higher calling. to think that's even what he was trying to do because it's really not even a post about a vaccine or, you know, anyone's opinion about its effects. Yep. He was talking about the company Pfizer and he referred to an example that had nothing to do with that vaccine. I don't believe that he's that vague that he doesn't know that that's how it will be taken. Like, I mean, he, maybe he knows that's how it will be taken, yeah. but like, you don't have control about, over how other people interpret your statements. You only have control over what you say. Yeah. And he never said anything about the vaccine. But he, he, he's been in Hollywood for 20 years. He knows that there's little attention paid to what you actually mean and more yeah. attention paid to what the narrative will be shaped around your comments. Those are the sides, by the way. The sides are nuance versus we'll do whatever the hell we want. Like if you're not absolutely cucked to... Pfizer. big pharma yep. corporation it's that not, wouldn't have been cool be before 2020 yeah. and that is not cool after 2020 be it was never cool you were always a dork mm. for defending a corporation that doesn't give a shit about no you. but it's not it's not even that it's pfizer it's that because if if tomorrow the marching orders came it's like no guys we hate pfizer now we hate them and it could be for whatever reason <laughs> they'll take that reason it's like oh i've always hated Pfizer because my new download came and this is me and this this is my th this recent patch has is all of recorded history and all of recorded thought and that and that's what's so annoying and insidious about these people is that well here's you literally five minutes ago hating big pharma and big bank and everything it's like oh no not me nope I here's you on tape defake what do you guys think the Shazam 2 marketing PR team is thinking right now. This will blow over. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think this will blow over. Do you think they they're gonna give him a talking to? Uh, probably. The best advice for these things is first off, to never respond the same day. Never. Nope. It, honestly, don't even respond the same week is my advice. But absolutely, don't respond the same day. That you don't want to anyone. Let it fizzle over, and then, you know, do what you gotta do. The less he says, the less ammunition he gives them. I mean, yeah. I wonder how much control they have over his social media presence and, like, what he posts. Probably right? a lot. Because he's kept these posts up. Yep. They, they can't make him delete them, I assume. I don't know. All right. Let's go Super Chats. Potatoes for Seamus <laughs> said, Wesley is a great singer. Hi, Brett and Mary. Yes, Wesley. Wesley I have is heard in fact Wesley's a great singer. Yeah. Uh, we have the, I have the video on my phone. Prove it. <laughs> Really? Um, well, we shouldn't play it here. I, I, I don't know if that was uh, um, for the... No, it was... I, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. There's... Uh, oh, based. Porco... <laughs> I have no idea if he's a good singer, but Porco, uh, uh, Porco like Rasa Forever, gave me a video of him singing. So he tamed this video. Yes, he did. Okay. 
Uh, Colt said, this is for Mary's awesome rant for episode three of the last Brokeback Mountain of Us. If you haven't watched it yet, go check it out. Hopefully this episode wasn't just award-grabbing filler with no real purpose to the story. I mean, it, it was. was exactly it was that. Exactly that. I, even though I liked it, it was absolutely filler. Even it just was, as a filler episode. Yeah. that's A filler episode is something you do when you're like way further past the third episode of a series that just started usually that is a, a weekly release usually a, a a filler would come in in the last quarter of the of right the season. I, I don't yeah. get it student of god said cover disney stealing starlight cats hashtag comicsgate i have not heard about this but we'll look into it Kyle Miller said, please look up Neil Druckmann, the director of The Last of Us game. The show we are seeing is what he wanted in the game in 2013. Yeah, the, the point that I made in the, in the review, the, the one comment that I had was that even though I liked the episode for the most part, it felt um, emotionally forced in a lot of places, but I felt that Nick Offerman does a good job of making up for the overwhelmingly overdone score. But I was not a fan of Neil Druckmann's comments about how he felt that they had to do subtlety in the game because they wouldn't allow them to make it or it would be controversial. What he's not what he what he's failing to realize and what he's kind of admitting by proxy is that he doesn't understand is that subtlety is what people want and bashing you over the head with stories is the opposite of what people are looking for so it shows a fundamental misunderstanding of story structure and what people what his audience actually wants out of their stories what he described as the compromise to get it made was actually good storytelling done by accident right that's what i was just thinking like yeah. if if neil druckman is arguing that they chose subtlety regarding Bill's homosexuality in the original game because we were in a different social yeah. landscape back then when it was not acceptable to, yeah. you know, include those themes in media. That, that's, first of all, just not true, and it's gaslighting because that is not where the culture was at in 2013, especially not from a studio like Naughty Dog where literally your main character, who is a child, is gay. Okay, like... There was no subtlety about that. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so intellectually dishonest to say that. And even if that's what he wanted originally in the game in 2013, that's what he's claiming. Yeah. It wasn't in the game in 2013. Mm. That was your choice. You didn't take the risk. It's not in the, what is now the source material. So you work with the consequences of that. And if you are going to promise that you stay loyal to the game, the events of the game, then put out some garbage like this. Well, what? He, who is going to trust you? He's broken trust already with the second did, game beyond repair. Like they did it's admit over. that this episode would be the farthest departure from storytelling in the game and easily the most controversial. What's funny is like I don't consider it. I don't consider it controversial. I just consider it a detour. And as much as I like the detour. Most of the time, I'm actually one of those people. I love bottle episodes and I love filler episodes because I feel like that's where a lot of the best creativity in Hollywood comes from. When people are given are taken away from the overarching story where people tend to get tunnel vision about where they need to go. They forget about exploring where they are currently. But this story didn't really need to do that. And I felt like they could have, first of all, pulled back on the score. The, the high scoring, uh, the high uh, flying soaring score was kind of over the top 
and felt Absolutely. like they were trying to kind of the way that Disney Star Wars tried tries to like manufacture emotion for you. It felt like they were trying to manufacture emotion for you. I will say that <laughs> what I did like about it is I felt that you finally got some growth from Ellie, both in the beginning of the episode when she is crossing the um, the open grave and at the end of the episode when she kind of gets in this car and you see that she's never been in a car before and there's some childlike wonder on her face and that was some good storytelling but all that makes you want is then to spend more time with them getting there not on this right. side quest from a relationship that was implied in the game but not actually two part of the story. wrinkly gray haired gay dudes there was, boning. There like, was some I'm good sorry, makeup. What, what is less interesting yeah. Than that. There was some good makeup done on uh, Murray Bartlett, the guy who plays uh, who plays Frank. Okay. There was there was some good makeup to make them look older. But again, like I said, I was wondering why they made this episode an hour and fifteen minutes. It was too it was too short to try to cover as much time as they spent as as much time as they covered, but too long because it was a distraction from the original story. So they painted themselves into a corner of a no-win of a no situation where only a small amount of people would end up liking it, mainly like weirdos on Twitter, Twitter and me who's just kind of like a, a I, sucker for an emotional story every now and then. I Maybe I was wrong, you know, in our first review to say like, oh, they're not being creative because I didn't realize that Hollywood is no longer capable of creativity. Also, and if they have the opportunity to be creative and deviate from an original IP, then they will always take it to shove butt sacks in your face. Like, <laughs> that is what they do, and I should have known that. And you know what? Go ahead. I, you know, I was wrong. I was wrong, guys. It is hilarious how it's like I'm just saying, when I said I wanted them to be a little bit more creative compared to just recreating cutscenes. I didn't mean uh, that I wanted to watch old gay dudes having sex. That's not actually to, what I meant. They didn't need to show any of the romance at all, whether gay or straight. Like, it's a distraction from the storytelling. Um, they could have cut it a lot earlier. Cut for time was how I, I put it in. Thing. They could have cut a lot out for time in this. Also, I refuse to believe that Frank lives through, like, an apocalypse and is still useless when it comes to survival training and, like, basically just needs bill to to take care of him like you would learn how to survive they portray him as like unbearably stereotypical which is annoying frank uh, uh bill is not stereotypical of a gay man frank is absolutely a stereotype so uh, i'm not watching the show because i i have a real problem watching shows based on video games as a principle and so basically my opinions are derived from the conversations i've overheard you guys have and my issue exclusively with that from the things I've heard is that when you're when you're creating art, when you're creating a scene, a setting, a feeling, an emotion. So wh where are we in the scene? We're in post-apocalyptic worlds. Things are going kind of crazy. The whole plot is the, the real monsters are the people, yada, yada. So it really takes away from that plot where you focus on what seems to be like really romantic and deep love and because you know as someone that's romantically and deep in love right now i would imagine that if there were zombies laying about i'd be like hey babe you know can you give me a second like i'm about to die 
Okay. The, um, and so it, it just so again to, to finish my point, it's that they if they want to do that, make it as good as you. And I don't know if they're doing it or not. You guys will have to tell me. Make it as good as you can, given the circumstances that you're in. You know, if if you insist on adding queer theory to your show, sure. But can you make it so that it's it fits within the universe that they're in, and it's not just hey, we're doing this because you know it's just us. Yeah. Like, uh, is is that what happened, or was it more nuanced? Uh, look, I don't think it was nuanced at all. They just completely threw the original story on its head and created something new, pull it out of thin air. And it, I, I will say that as much as I I enjoyed it, there's a lot of like. Wouldn't go back and rewatch it because, like, once you sit with it for 20 minutes, you realize how much of the emotional connection was kind of faked through movie magic and not through actual legitimate storytelling. If they had man- found a way to carry the story out over four episodes, the the death scene, uh, irrespective of like, I still wouldn't have cared. Um, it would be if, if they would have, if they would have pulled it out over more episodes, but it's asking a lot of your audience to take two characters and give them only an hour on screen and try to connect with them the way that that score and that dialogue asks you to connect with them. They tried it's just nauseatingly self indulgent. And I will say the the amount of people on Twitter that were like, oh, I'm crying was I'm kind bawling of bawling my eyes kind of out. It's so devastating. Yeah. And like gay marriage wasn't legal in two thousand three. It's uh, I hate these people. <laughs> so let's do one more. Uh, okay, sorry. I just had to like stay on that for a second because I'm still mad. Waffle Sensei said, why does Zachary Levi look like one of the Property Brothers? Who are they? Uh, you don't know who the Property Brothers are? The, the Am I supposed no, to? So uh, like, Even though I don't watch reality TV, it's, uh, yeah. Are they like some house flipping yeah, channel? Yeah, I and, have no idea. Yeah. Okay. I don't really watch Discovery Plus. That's not really my, my gotta, thing. Gotta, you gotta, gotta watch Discovery Plus. Right. Do one more. Do one more. Okay. Cody McNutt said, that boy is love. That boy is life. Perfect. Remember Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Anyway. (laughs) All right. We are moving on. We are. uh, Look, guys, there was some controversy over the weekend because Sam Smith released a music video that was highly offensive, highly scandalous. Sam Smith was out here with his nipples protruding, very disrespectful. <laughs> it, it was gross. There's a, this music video for his song, I'm Not Here to Make Friends. There's the picture if anybody wants to look at it. I, I will then. Yeah, there's some, some screen caps from his performance. We obviously can't play it here because it is his copyrighted material. But um, essentially, he is singing this song about, you know, it, it has mildly like sexual lyrics about like pulling someone when you go to the nightclub, right? Oh my God. Um, that's pretty commonplace for pop music these days, whether it's from a gay artist or a straight artist or anywhere in between. That's not really what people were shocked by. Um, it's just that, <laughs> how do I say this? Um, it's tasteless. Did you watch it? I've Same. seen yep. clips of it flowing okay. about, and it's yeah. There were clips rotating yeah. of it. I have watched the video myself. I will not subject you guys to watching it yourselves. 
But um, essentially, I think the worst part of it was him walking around in nipple pasties and a corset and underwear and um, getting I- imitating getting peed on by a room full of people. Yeah. And um, drinking it. Yes. So that that was in the video. What are you trying? What are I'm you trying to say? I'm just putting it all out there. Just so that we can talk about this honestly. And uh, <laughs> when you're an artist, right? And he's not even starting. He's like mid-career. He's pretty successful. Yeah, he's a successful dude. Yeah. What What are you trying to say? Like what? What? I get the. I, I don't get. But like, I, I guess I understand the, the pasties and the whatever and the debauchery. But um, what? why the getting peed on thing? <laughs> no, no like for real. Good it's question. Like, that's, I mean, is that's, this central to the theme of your song? Is this no. provocative for provocative it's sake? It's provocative for provocative I mean, sake. even his last hit with um, Kim Petras called Unholy, which again yeah. is like, okay, but like this, lay off of the religious themes. Like you're again, so uninteresting. Yeah. This isn't provocative. It's just gross. It's like. Right. Um, at, at one and point, the music is just go. sucking. Like yeah, this, I mean, I don't know. Sam bit. Smith has been making the same song since like 2014. He's got a great voice too. You know, I've I've heard him sing. He's just not doing himself any favors. My, I get, it, but like, what must we give the beast everything it desires? Yep. Like at, at every every single piece of media that we consume, we must appease the beast. And it's like, hey, let me embarrassed myself for the sake of who knows what i yeah that's the thing though it's not embarrassing for them they frame it as empowerment right so the way that this was reported by some media outlets like buzzfeed was sam smith's music video is an unapologetic celebration of queer sex and queer bodies well it's because of shit takes like this that they're getting ai generated content it says bigots are up in arms but that's not holding the non-binary icon back one bit cool just lol like this resistance narrative that you have created about the fact that people think it's gross when you imitate drinking pee and this is why a computer deserves your job well, it's also it's like True. They're, they're 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 not they're, they're being dishonest when they say like nobody had a problem when uh, when rap artists do this type of stuff in their videos. I'm like, yes, they not do. True. People uh. com- people <laughs> complain when Megan Thee Stallion and when what's her name do the, and Cardi B. Whenever these those women do it, people get up in arms just as much. It's just not sure. given the same. Like level remember of, WAP? Yep, that's WAP what I'm was a that big was the, deal. That like, was the first thing that I thought of. That yeah. kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, pushed into a new boundary yeah. of like hypersexuality in entertainment. And it was done by women, straight women. It's not about homophobia. So now this is being twisted into some resistance oppression narrative where Sam Smith is getting hate because he's gay. And first it's of all, I, before all. anyone comes to me, I know it's not you guys in the chat, but you know, I don't care about. Uh, appeasing these like they them pronouns like I I don't care I'm sorry it I'm I am going to refer to Sam Smith as a he um <laughs> and this is a completely like masculine presenting individual um kind of uh, like no. it's it's just I find this very try hard and now that some people have pointed out that it's gross you get to act like you're Marilyn Manson in the 90s. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing, it's you're just not. not landing. It's not working for you. That's the thing. By the way, I think that's this is what offends me the most, is that I have to pretend that this is 
not controversial, but because it is it, that it's edgy right. on the bleeding edge. Like, oh my God, has anyone ever done this before? Pretty much every single person is doing this. Right. Was Why it edgy? this is norm? Being a disgusting effing pig is the norm right now. Like that's yeah. what do you want me to say? You're not you're not impressing me. It's not avant garde. It's not making me think. It's not making me reflect. It's just more lowest common denominator slop for the masses. And you know what? Words mean things to a certain amount of us. And if you're going to do the latest in whatever, have the decency to at least try. Because I don't, I don't, I'm losing count of all the shit anti-christian like pro debauchery content that there's out there you know like how try a different angle at least try a different camera lens some different lighting i don't know new lyrics new something someone in the chat said just said yuck and then another person said shock value now i want to address that it's not shock value is it because were any of us shocked by this? No, I'm not I shocked. Yeah. I wasn't shocked. That's I was what I'm just saying. Like, I was just kind of like tepidly like, ew. Ew. Yeah. Gro- gross. <laughs> I was again. just like, huh. Like it's like seeing Diogenes like jacking off in a barrel in ancient Greece. Like are you being artistic and edgy? Also Diogenes. Do- no. Like people are just walking by and being like, hmm, that's Do we gross. have to pretend now that <laughs> fat people in pasties is like overtly sexual? You're humiliating them. Like I, I, I'm in, in the spirit of body positivity. Hey, how about we don't <laughs> humiliate fat people well, it's their on choice, screen, right? Like this I mean, was Sam Smith's choice for for himself and his artistic direction, I, and it's obviously not working. I'm guessing that he was like, "Really, we're doing this? Like, okay, well, this is maybe kind of the move, come though. on the show and correct me <laughs> if you yeah, if you Sam must. Sam Smith, if you're watching, or at Dane Font on Twitter, D A N E F O N T. Write me and tell me, like, no, actually, I wanted this. Yeah. But you know, like, I, I'm guessing it's not his first thoughts. Like, hey, me in a dress with pasties on, looking absolutely terrible. Let's yeah. do it. I mean, a lot of people's problems with this was that the video is not age restricted on YouTube, and. Age-appropriate content on YouTube has been a problem for years now, and it's nowhere close to a problem getting solved. Like, just look into Elsa Gate. That's all I need to say. But, yeah, like, a video like this, is this overtly sexual? Um, it should be age-restricted, if not banned? Like, in my ideal world. And it a lot of anchors on... Um, uh, Gordon Morning Britain actually pointed out that this is kind of normalizing themes, elements from hardcore cornography. <laughs> because I can't say words on YouTube, right? But but this can be shown on YouTube, right? Right. Um, and they find it inappropriate that this is even accessible to minors, a lot of whom are the fan base. For this, for these types of artists. Again, I'm I'm not even approaching this from a religious, salad or pious point of view. I'm not trying to be holier than thou. I could not give any less of a shite. It's <laughs> the how much more of this? How much more? Like how many times do you want me to say yes, queen? 
Like, how many yes queen is yes queen enough? Have you slayed yet? Are you done yeah. slaying yet? Like, it, it's been slain. It's girl. Been, whatever you were trying to slay, it's it's been dead. You're please. You're slaying a dead horse. Can we eat it? Can we cook it? It's rotting. <laughs> you slayed it. Right. Yeah. Queen. No, that's why I, I'm still like reeling at the fact that people are saying, "Oh, it's just shock value. It's shock value." Like no one's shocked. I'm not shocked. <laughs> I'm tired. What is there I'm to be bored. shocked at anymore? Shock me. <laughs> shock me, please, please shock me. Like we've just we've gone so beyond that point. Like we need to rein it back. Rain it back. I would be shocked at someone just giving a good performance. Like imagine a Super Bowl yeah, halftime where someone just got on a stage and like sang a song with a spotlight and just left. Yeah, do like, this I'd performance. Be shocked. Do this performance in a country where you really can't do it. I'll be like, oh wow, damn, I'm shocked. You know, <laughs> the, the, in in right. the U.S., that's a cult for this. Basically, it's our national identity currently in the moment is giving guys yeah. like you oodles of money to just do this nonstop apparently like right. shock me i love how another aspect of this is that you just can't criticize someone who's non-binary which is like a continuing theme in in hollywood we can't what so like because he is he like identifies as non-binary people are cool. like wow you're discriminating against him for being them for being non-binary like one of these anchors on good morning britain his i don't even know richard medelli and he objected to the video on the same grounds that like it should be age restricted whatever but while voicing his opinion he accidentally referred to sam smith as he him like the Woo! wrong the wrong pronoun imagine and then his own fellow anchors called him out for it at the same time on air and then he got flamed on the internet for that instead of having his actual points addressed. By the way, also, how lame is every public figure that, hey guys, welcome to Sports Center. The Braves just had a no hitter and they, them, like, right. bro, just sports, please. Yeah, and I, I love that we can come together on this because. We were talking about this with Demi Lovato, with Madonna. Yeah. We can object to this on totally secular, even amoral grounds that this type of art is not compelling. It's it's not creative. Not anymore. You're just taking notes from an art director that went to the same school as all the other art directors and they all have the same ideas and the same execution. And nothing is interesting anymore in the art world, in the entertainment world. There's nothing recognizable as subversive or edgy or artistic to left. Like, there's nothing left. And that's aside from my personal objection to it, which is just that I think it's obscene. You know, there is... I disagree. There is a lot of things that could be edgy, that could be thought-provoking. But the reality it could be, is... but they won't. The platforms that we're on, the priority is selling advertisements and advertisers for some reason think that people that differ which is the majority of people and i insist on this that differ on the current global hege hegemony or whatever that they don't drink coca-cola for some reason like it's as if i i was watching a pcc thing like you could put a freaking coke out here and people might buy one okay it, it doesn't need to be like oh my god i just peed yeah. on myself and i'm dancing and i'm, I'm, and I'm they them fat and i'm buy wearing coke. nipple pasties you, you buy coca-cola yeah you know what maybe 
Support that Pfizer. <laughs> the most satiating moment to have a Coke at. Yeah. I don't know. And then it, it always gets so much uglier from this point on because the opinion pieces start getting rolled out. And I saw one that really disgusted me. <laughs> Why am I so me. mad? <laughs> I, 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 you're justified in my opinion. So here's one uh, quote from an opinion piece that came out in defense of this raunchy video. It said, it is an unabashed display of sexuality. Some have branded it as corn, but they are wrong. It's an accusation that reeks of homophobia. Yeah. Another part of this article said, the video isn't cornographic by any real definition of the word. The mere suggestion of sexuality does not equate to corn, nor is such a suggestion inherently unsuitable <laughs> for children. Another quote, children should not be insulated from any content that dares admit sexuality exists. Hmm. Interesting. Look, just Interesting say take. you are a pa PDF file. Uh, I am so tired of talking about this in code words, but could you say it in more explicit terms than this? You are defending exposing children to the mimicking of a scene where someone gets peed on by a room full of people. Like, I I'm not saying Sam Smith co-signs on this. I am sure that this whole idea came from somebody else behind the scenes who just thinks it's dope. But the fact that the opinion pieces start rolling out and we see where these people really stand on the issue, it always shows their true colors. And it like they're calling themselves out. They're saying the quiet part out loud that no one else needed to point out. They want to course in the culture. They want to defile the innocence and purity, like whatever small minuscule crumb of it still exists in our culture whatever it is they want to desecrate it and again that's your point of view and my point of view is that i am sick of things saying that they're controversial and they're not i am dying to have a piece of art speak to me again i am Besides the glorious poos on boots, I am dying for any artist to try art instead <laughs> of agreeing with the last corporate shield that they put on some stupid pasties and doing whatever because you're all doing the same thing anyway. Yeah, I, I don't want to go like full 2005, like hashtag moms against Disney on this. But even puss <laughs> in boots, I was thinking like, should you really have bleeped out curse words? It was great. In a, in a movie for kids? Like, I like I loved Puss in Boots, okay? I loved the movie. Um, and I was very pleasantly surprised by it. But even that, it's just like, I'm tired of seeding ground. Like, do something wholesome. Because that would shock me. Mm. That's the last thing that would shock me. Like, that's it. Every other boundary has been crossed. Thoughts? Thoughts, Brad? As you've been staring in horror all the time. <laughs> it's boring. Um, it it really is. Isn't that its greatest sin? Um, as a, I don't care that it exists. I, I care more about what you said about the, the creepy, whoever the person was that was saying that it's Children okay shouldn't be insulated it. from sexuality? And, cool, cool. And, uh, and there should definitely be some type of age restriction on YouTube, I guess. But in general, stuff like this is so common. I literally, like, uh, I'm just bored by it. It's, yeah, it's, it's same. boring. I find it vaguely annoying that calling a billion dollar company is actually controversial calling a billion dollar company bad is actually controversial and this type of stuff is pretend i don't think something like this should be controversial 
anymore because we're just at a point now where it's part of everyday life. Yeah. I have a problem with them. Like it's like a weird form of stolen valor oh, where yeah. they're like, look at me. I'm such <laughs> I'm an literally like a stonewall rioter because I'm yeah. writhing around on like in a, a pool of piss on YouTube. Yeah. Like, like stop. Why is every <laughs> corporate sponsored piece of art? I'm very loosely using that. Is it like, isn't this annoying you? <laughs> uh, Are my nipple pasties you? offending you, conservatives? Like, like you're just embarrassing I yourself. I bet you hate this, <laughs> the fact that I'm getting peed on. You're getting peed on, dude. I, I like, also disagree that you think that... Uh, I think he had... Uh, I think there's no way that he didn't have a ton of say in this. Oh, no, he, he probably watched it back yeah. and was like, Yes, I slayed! Like, I, think, I think he wanted... I think he loves <laughs> being a part of something like this because so he lame. loves to push back on people that dare to criticize him because of his gender identity and right. stuff like Who this cares no one it's, cares um have it it's have it take it you've won <sighs> congrats they them congrats the uh do something now the, with um, it they've like collected the spoils of war and it's not enough it's not enough <laughs> they want like complete then submission what, you, the malice um line. what would be a sam smith music video that would actually be subversive well like homesteading and <laughs> like he's like raising chickens and he's got a wife and kids and i don't know he's like he's like putting money in his 401k and saving responsibly <laughs> like yeah. that would that be would that be the controversial version of this where he's uh He's, he actually just goes to church and, and becomes religious and kind, and that's what's actually controversial, I guess. I can't I can't tell you from their point of view what would be controversial and edgy, but I can tell you what's not going to work. Hey, making fun of Christianity, guys, overdone. Yeah. Overdone. It's super lame. Like, what do you want me to say? It's, um, maybe he can... Like I know that you can't necessarily do the other ones because you'll yeah, get you'll get in real like, trouble. I like, then I can think I can think of a great one that he could do, but I, yeah, yeah, I, you know, yeah, <sighs> go for that one. I mean, don't actually don't. It's um, it's it's not interesting. To me. The banality this. of evil. I don't see that thing. Even pointing out the banality of evil is banal at this point. I don't think it's evil. I think it's dorky. It's lame. I think it's, it's lame. lame, and I think it's dorky. I think. Uh, Arguing about whether this should exist takes uh, absolves the parents of their responsibility to monitor their kids monitor their kids' viewing habits, which we should be better about right. as adu as Americans adults. We love the idea of putting the responsibility on Hollywood, but then we complain when uh, be that we want more control over our schools. You have full control over what your kid is allowed to view up to a certain point. You know, like so That's it. Like, on up the to a parents, certain point. maybe the parents could assuage their negative feelings about something like this by not shoving iPads in front of their kids to babysit them yeah. because they're too... And they I, love I don't to blame. want that to come off as, like, uh, you know, judgmental of parents because, like... I'm being judgmental. We're, oh, look, not, we're, we're not parents, We're judgmental like of everyone here. And I'm just trying to point out the other side of the argument here that... If you expect your kid that he's going to land into some mythical realm of Hollywood that isn't disgusting and, uh, and abhorrent, you, that, that world doesn't exist anymore. So it's our job as, uh, as adults, I'm not a parent, but like it's our job that we try to limit our kids' exposure to stuff like this, or at the very least explain that this is not the way the normal people behave, right? Sure. Like Sam Smith can be the weirdo in the double XL 
uh, um, waist trainer all he <laughs> wants. But in the uh. end, like it's the family's job to make sure their kids look at stuff like this. And if they can't stop them from seeing it, offering them a reasonable perspective that shows them that this is not what the real world is. I think one of the biggest sins that you can do to yourself in life is not being uniquely yourself and also not doing things that are beautiful and true. And what re again, what really annoys me about this is oh, birth control control. is the repetitive nature of all this. The repetitive more than anything. It's how boring Hollywood is that that they, that they can't come up with something new and inventive. Yeah. Like it's, Um, it's a cope for, moderately to minimally talented people who are obsessed with gaining status and this is the only space they could possibly maneuver into to get it. (laughs) Did you see the thing the other day? It was like where Jennifer Lopez was like, I was the one who was supposed to kiss Madonna at the, at the Grammys or wherever it was. Even framing that as like a cultural milestone is so annoying to me. I know, right? um... (laughs) Like even that. This is, uh, uh, look. So stupid. I don't know if this is a, a, a proper representation of the world. I don't think it is. I think that we Starting. get. We get. That's for sure. We get caught in our, like, when I go out into the real world, I'm not like, I mean, I guess that, like, where are you going in the real world where you're seeing this video being replayed and, uh, like, being reenacted and stuff like this. But it's just, uh, I think you hold Hollywood responsible. And on this show, we hold Hollywood plenty responsible and we complain about Hollywood plenty. But I also think that the parents need to, like, like, we can have a say in this too. We as, as the consumers have a say in this, either by not purchasing it not uh, not playing the song, not being in the music. Which not- would be easy because his songs are ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, I think he has good songs. He has a good voice. He just has horrible songs. It's in my a, opinion. I actually, I hate the other song more because it's so Unholy. annoying. It's literally it's so like, annoying. <laughs> what was it? Like, mm. Uh, just all of the see all of the cringe like daddy's um, going to the body shop yeah. that was actually <laughs> like, kind of or no, what the hell the, is that what, what was the one he's with like, like a, the, about like, some like married father going to a bathhouse I also feel really bad <laughs> for like the average everyday gay person who has to allow Hollywood to have this be their representation of their Seriously. life. Seriously. Look, you... Stop caring about representation. Look, easy. The, like, I'm just saying that, like, for them, for the average person, you know, most likely the average person doesn't care about stuff like this, but to the average gay man or woman who is just going to work, coming home, and living their life, and then they see this stuff, and then people... It's, it's not all that dissimilar to the ridiculously over-the-top way that Hollywood portrays Middle America or the South. A ridiculous stereotype based on ridiculous ideas dreamed up by absolutely pathetically untalented Hollywood script writers and storytellers, and everyone comes out looking worse because they don't know how to tell stories with nuance. You're looking for something new that's edgy. I want them to find a way to be edgy, but maybe with just a shed of like a shred of nuance to, uh, to, to find a way to tell the story more effectively. The fact that they can't even do that is embarrassing I mean, like to me <laughs> the way i see it is like when they stereotype people from the midwest or people from the south um it's it's being perpetrated on those people yeah and when sam smith is 
portraying himself drinking pee on YouTube, it's himself on himself. That's, it's it's, not, that's it's not, gay on gay crime. It's not necessarily like, true. There's <laughs> plenty of actors who come from the Midwest and who come from middle America. The, not that's every true, Not every actor was born in California, but at a certain point, they sell their souls to yes, live there. Yeah, Look yeah. at Jennifer Lawrence. I had to cut off my toxic parents because they like Donald Trump because I'm a loser. Super. Like that's the type of, they buy all in on this life and they fall into their own echo chamber, which allows them to believe that they're part of the majority. They're not the majority. You're not. This is just boring. And more than anything, it's like if I have to feel self-conscious taking like off my shirt as like a, a moderately in shape person, then I demand he feel some length of shame for dressing like that. Aww. I'm, I'm or, over, or I'm over pride. It's time to bring back uh self self deprecation, self deprecation and, and internal hatred is where it's at in 2023. Can we have internalized like, hate parades? If we can bring back uh, like a lot of self, like it, if these people shame just, parade, we need we need to have the decency to be full of self-loathing again. I, t I say that's what I say. If only let's go to super chats. Hobbit said PCC brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> yeah, basically. I would do that ad read for sure. Harold Wiley said, here's some money for the new super chat. Hopefully Mary and Dane are at least mildly surprised. I'll settle for slightly annoyed. I don't know what this is referring to. You'll probably to. get your wish. <laughs> Big Dave sent us 99 cents without a message. Thank, Thank you, Big, you Dave. Big Dave. Guys, Dave. by the way, we're getting very close to a first crisis party. Oh, I think we already did. Scared. No, 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 we already got yet. past it, and we're going towards second. Right? Oh, so we're waiting on it. Yeah. Okay. Take All a right. look for yourself, Brett. I see it. Okay. All right, I see it. Never mind. I'm, I'm just apparently so behind. I, I'm confused because um, inside baseball here, guys, the Super Chats weren't updating on the uh, – Spreadsheet. spreadsheet that I would, I'm looking at them. Um, so maybe there was some issue with the on the back end of well, updating it for the crisis party. Maybe we'll have to do it um, later than you expected. Anyway, Yesh said, but he totally threw a truck at a dragon. Yeah. This was sent a while ago, wasn't it? This That was from, uh, that's from Shazam. Okay. Yes. Um, Corn Pop sent a hot dog. Thank you, Corn Pop. Thanks. Rekha Tan said, Last of Us Fungus started in my country. I don't know what to feel. <laughs> Indonesia, is that what it was? Well, that's all right. Um, well, then I was so like puzzled by Joel's uh, like half explanation. Like, it got in the pancake mix. <laughs> that, everyone I, ate, I, that part made everyone me laugh. Everyone ate pancakes yeah. and cereal one just, morning. They were just really sick. big into to pancakes. Over, so that I guess they <laughs> answered their question of pancakes, French toast, or waffles. Apparently in the Last of Us universe, pancakes. pancakes all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clint said... Howdy, people. Mary looking exceptional today. I'm Thank manualing, you. I'm manualing this. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that just sounds like the gnashing of teeth from hell. <laughs> okay. um, if you haven't seen Surge commercials... Go online after this show and watch old episode or watch old commercials for Surge Soda Pop if you're from Minnesota. Uh, yes, that is what I did is I dual layered it and changed the pitch so it's actually more awful than the actual commercial. You know, Brett, these are called crisis parties, and with with every new 
iteration yeah, of this. Guantanamo. I realized that Brett, I don't know if he's aware what parties are. Because th- this is like crisis. You must torture. be traumatizing yeah. at parties. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I just anyway, bring a boombox around and play ah! that sound. It just it just sounds like a choir of screeching demons. That's why I love about it. Anyway, false god Dark Soul said, "Love my Dane ish, haha, with some coffee brand coffee." Get Did it, uh, Dane ish. I get it. I get it. That's that's good. <laughs> Tee hee. Potatoes. Oh, God, another one. <laughs> Maybe that was the first one. That's, no, that's the first one. All right, that's cool. the first one. <laughs> Free one today, guys. Uh, okay. I, I was wow. off by like ten seconds. If I had just waited. Yeah. If I had just waited. These are the sons of my neighbors. Yes. Anyway, potatoes for Seamus said Dane is the best content creator. The resistor has spoken, and also hello Dane, and very happy to see you today. Much love and peace. And we hey, got thanks, a bunch man. of lobster emojis. Oh, hey, I love lobster. <laughs> Uh, I think the content creator is because we had a recording. We we're doing commentary on uh, Cast Castle. Yes. And Wesley just, we all razz him because he was like, I'm, I'm not a content creator. I'm a story writer or some lame shit. That's, um, and we, we, we just called him content creator. Don't you remember? <laughs> don't you remember when everyone was calling um, CNN content news network or content? Like they were calling, Basically. Like, they, they were getting really upset because it's funny too because it's the same thing that they do in, in skating. I think I've told this, there's some minutia there, right? So back in the day when you made full skate videos and like you'd have a section in a skate video, it was a big deal and it was called a section. Then when people started releasing parts on the internet, it's called an edit. And then, so people would be like, I found this great edit of bread. I'm like, no, 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 no. That was not an edit. That was a section that was filmed over the course of a year in multiple states that took a bunch of time to make. So there's like this weird type of art nerd distinction that matters to you, but doesn't matter to anyone else. It's like, it's such a, it's so fake and stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Eraftas of Stet said, did y'all hear about the D and D license announcement on Saturday? Only superficially. Um, not the one on Saturday, but so I think the, I'm sure chat will correct me when I'm wrong. Is that they are they want to charge people that are making money for using basically Dungeons and Dragons yeah. related stuff? Uh, I think the benchmark is if you made more than two hundred thousand, if like I'm not mistaken. The movie that's coming out. Uh, essentially, and last I heard of it was that it got so much backlash that they took it down. But I don't know if something new emerged on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's what I know. Uh, chat, I'll be paying attention so you can tell me the news. Convincing Reality said, there's a lot of evidence that Neil Druckmann has been actively undermining Amy Hennig's ver- ver- vision of The Last of Us after kicking her off the project. Toxic white male. Typical. Figures. So true. Tox- like Seriously, like is, is there anything worse than a toxic white male in society? <laughs> toxic white gay male especially uh, that yeah. i believe um that's some catty a, is, inner baseball you know is there a is there a like a an awfuls version for men probably um sure there, i mean there is we don't have an acronym for them yet ne- never trust a male feminist and never trust neil Druckmann to not never make trust story. a catty gay guy yeah well <laughs> Uh, Colt said, why is the Sam Smith thing controversial? He's just showing what he usually does every Thursday night in a San Francisco park. 
Hey, look. Hey. It's it's also like look. It's funny because it's not to me. It's not controversial. It's just boring. But it's not like when I think of controversial for something like this, I, I just get annoyed because the the stuff with like, um, WAP, like that persisted for a little bit of time, right? But didn't really. I don't remember race being brought into it. Do you remember race being brought into WAP, why WAP was uh, a problem? But in this one, they use... Oh, yeah, because we're stigmatizing black women's sexuality. See, I never heard, I never heard, I never heard that. But in I this did. one, in this one, they use the gender identity and the identity politics to immediately squash any complaint you might have of it. And I'm over here like, look, I just think you're boring. Hey, but uh, I also find your arguments to the contrary boring. At least, at least be like, at least try to sell me on your artistic vision. Like, if you can't even sell me on why you one. think it's, but I'm saying like they should at least have the have the decency to fake it and be able to like, oh look, I had this great idea, and then show me these storyboards and all these ideas they had. So what if what comes out is boring, boilerplate, and normal? At least I can pretend like you had a little bit of vision behind it, rather than just some factory line Hollywood debauchery that's not interesting at all. So sorry, quick update on the D&D thing. So uh, according to Matt uh, Gingel, uh, sorry, I can't pronounce your name. So so it was for it was for people like Dungeons and Dragons too that created their own books. They were going to charge them for new stories and everything that they were created by individuals. Too many people canceled their memberships, so they stopped it. So good. Wayward Soul said, my eyes, they burn. Yeah, it does yeah, say from that, that screen cap of the music video. It was awful. Carnell said, one of my favorite quotes stated by my favorite main guest once said, the soft bigotry of low expectations is on full display. Dane Font. Well, thank you for making it perfectly clear wasn't who George, the main guest wasn't, is. Wasn't George Bush the one who coined that phrase? Bigotry of low expectations. Yeah, no, I didn't make that up for sure. Was that was that H W or was it, or w? No W. It was w, w who came up with that one. Apparently, I just had it on full display. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dane came up with it. B Mafia seven one six said, "Man, PCC bringing the heat today. Sheesh! All these MFs need to find Jesus. That's so true. You're the only one saying it." Yep. Clint said, "Wonder when based." God. Take will become in vogue for shock value. Uh, I don't know. What are we talking about? I, I'd have to understand the context of that greater. Like what? Uh, what base take? I don't know. A lot of words in there. Yeah. But can't we? Clint, it's been a while. I mean, I saw him earlier. He chatted earlier, but I, I just saw him earlier. Can't wait to be scared again by this. Aren't you excited? <laughs> I just, it's I'm not. Soon. I'm terrified. You ready? The worst thing is I never know when it's coming. That's, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's. When you know it's good, it's like... <laughs> cool. Thanks, Brett. Dumbledurp said, The misgendering game exists to make you the bad guy for using your eyes. So they're the only ones who are allowed to, time to be confused. That is all. Uh, I mean, the the bigger problem with the, the name thing is it's soft censorship, meaning that... It's difficult grammatically to talk about or yes, criticize somebody with which those pronouns. Which is done on purpose... Um, to stop you at the yeah. base level of your speech from having any critique of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Corey Alexander said, oh no, sorry, Hobbit said, in the morning for art, I recommend the, ba- the band Sabaton once again, a metal band that focuses on history, which does amazing music videos for their songs. Not super into metal. But what do you guys listen to in the morning? Podcasts. Podcasts? I listen to Red Scare. Yeah. I, uh, I listen to Pints with Aquinas. 
I have like a, a lot of podcasts I like. Dane, what do you what do you listen to? I'm in trying to think what I listen to. It, it used to be sticks. But oh, yeah. I, I do listen to uh, uh, not as much lately. Yeah, I mean, either. yeah, like what? No offense, sticks. Uh, no, I'm just I, I like sticks because he gets he gets the point across very very fast. But I I, I usually go to music in the mornings. I'm doing a lot of audiobooks lately. I kind of uh, don't like music at the moment. What are you listening to, Dane? Audiobook wise. Um. So, I was helped to. I was reading the the Four Agreements, and. Okay. Point subverted immediately. Let's let's give this a we minute. We have to no. We have to change this at the end of the day. That's this it's is shorter. not. It's this shorter than the other. I I can't. It's shorter than. This but it sounds so much worse. It's so much worse than the last one. Anyway, <laughs> well, it's Dane. literally called the Surge commercial from hell. Dane, continue. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I'm reading the the four agreements. I'm pretty much done with it, and I was I guess re applying the concepts by listening to the audiobook as I drive cool. on my way to work. And yeah, that's pretty much what I was listening to. And now I'm going to go to my next book. I don't remember what was the second one on my list. Let's do one more and then we'll okay. move on to the next topic. Corey Alexander said, Brett, it should be a part of everyday life. Children should have innocence and anything made for children should be family friendly. Stop conceding. Uh, I mean, I don't know if this was necessarily made for, made for children. Like, does it the the, yeah. the lack of an age restriction on it uh, says? Would that, you say that it should have one? Um, that it should absolutely it should have an age restriction on the video. It should. But I'm saying I don't know if he made this. He didn't say let's go make this video for kids. I think no. that we just live in a world now no, where then... you have access to corn, and even a 17 year old can figure out how to hit the I am 18 button. So it's, really, it's, yeah. Well, when I was 17, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, ah, but I'm not. The, we live I in a world where at every level, this stuff is not firewalled off from kids. So is he supposed to only create family-friendly content or is it on YouTube and the parents to keep their kids from looking at it? I think this is adjacent to other sensitive issues about like far more um, objectively corrupting influences. Okay, like... I don't want to make it explicit exactly what I'm talking about, but like there are other examples where children definitely need to be directly shielded from corrupting influences in person, like face-to-face -face interactions. Mm -hmm. um, and the same people that defend that kind of thing are defending this music video for the same reasons. It's uh, it's it's like it's like when people talk, show the videos of the kids at the drag at the okay. drag. Event. Yes, thank the, you for saying exactly what I was talking the, about. The um, like I look at something like that and I'm like, who are these parents who are bringing their kids to this? Sh the the journalists who are writing that about the Sam Smith music video, the the yeah. quotes that I read out, the same people that yeah are the same people defending that who exact. will soon be replaced by AI. But I don't know if Sam Smith co-signs what these people are saying that he's being used by these people as a way to yeah. further oh, push on. their agenda. He's not a victim. No, I, I, I'm, I don't, not, I'm not saying I'm not he's saying a victim. He's a yeah. freaking victim here. I'm not, and I'm not supporting this dude. I'm saying that we have to take responsibility for our own actions too. Yeah. The world is going to be full of shit. We don't like and stuff. We don't want to see and gross. You think I want to look at freaking ugly Sam Smith and his fat ass in that stupid <laughs> outfit? No, Whoa. I don't. 
But we as human beings have to be taking upon ourselves Damn. to take responsibility for our own freaking actions every once in a while. You don't want to look at it. Don't look at it. You don't want your kids to see it. Do everything in your power to prevent your kids from yeah. seeing it. And in lieu of that, find a way to explain to them that this is not uh, what society considers normal, nor is it something they should aspire to. It's not that freaking difficult. Take responsibility oh, for your own actions. I like in lieu. It's a seldom used figure of speech. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's up there with um, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, they're now saying that I love Sam Smith. Like, yep. like, I, like I have strong. No, they're saying go off. Uh, like I have strong opinions about fat Sam Smith and his yep. bad music. You love uh, him. I, that's not true. Uh, there, there, <laughs> there, there's maybe one or two songs that I, that I don't Yeah, he has good songs. Like, I, like never knew, I, I never knew what he looked like until Me like uh, <laughs> now I know like would have been better off not knowing now I know from top to bottom cultural Ugh. yeah cu cultural problem yeah we are part of the culture we get you know how you prevent this stuff from going to the next level you raise your kids properly so they don't want to go and do this type of stuff how do you do that by giving by understanding that this stuff is never going to go away so you have to prevent their view of these things from being warped and allowing just the corrupting influences of Hollywood and the people who push this stuff to be the only voice in their ear talking to us this is why I get mad at places like the Daily Wire when they discount the importance of pop culture and movies and stuff like that I don't uh, think they uh, the Daily Wire th there's definitely been people who have done that there and there have been part of the they're Daily trying Wire's. to make movies you know so guys so. 50 crisis parties and brett puts pasties on and i'm just saying oh my gosh I mean, the, for the for the bonus yeah please i mean no. that's i'm putting that behind the that's, paywall that's on me. the only brett like uh <laughs> the only brett. I, uh i'm just saying like he says true that's i mean for dasavik uncensored <laughs> Uh, yeah, kids. Uh, kids will rebel. Certain kids will rebel. So what is it? We just concede? Like people like. I mean, at least give them something to, to rebel well, against. Guess, yeah. We've got nothing yeah. left. Because because the option of them, <laughs> the, there, there's no one rebelling against Sam Smith and being like, you know what? I think I'm gonna start a. I'm gonna start a family at 19. I'm gonna have a farm and all this. Nobody's doing that. You have to instill those values on your kids. It's not working to have them rebel against the stuff without you pushing back on it. So we need to find a way to push back on it in a healthy way so that if they do rebel, you've at least put those ideas in their head of the right place to go. And hopefully, hopefully they find their way back to those values you've instilled in them. Yeah. So uh, let's do one more and then we'll, we'll move on. Okay. Uh, empty said for the great content past present and future well, shout you. out to all the people that like to go pee pee <laughs> dude that shout was out. the shout outs dude, shout out you that know? video of the the drag queen story oh it was bad which that one was the, the recent like where it's <laughs> i don't need, i don't well, let's not yeah. i know what you're talking about let's not quote it gosh yeah. right. uh, you'll get clipped so yeah I, well, I don't even remember what it was i just remember it being awful yeah like uh <laughs> but yes all right we're moving on guys this is a this is a funny interesting and uh very typical Hollywood story in a strange fashion. So there's an actress named Andrea Riseborough. She's up for an Oscar for a movie called, what's it, uh, do you remember what it was called? To Leslie. And never she, heard of it, she, never yeah, heard of her. It's about uh, a woman who struggles Same. with alcoholism, who squanders her winnings uh, after winning the lottery. And she's up for an Oscar because she was, uh, sh there was a grassroots campaign to get her nominated for best actress that was started very like by by other actresses and actors in the industry which i thought was kind of kind of interesting like hollywood's own version of occupy wall street and their 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 own like pushback against the system in a weird way 
And now it's being called into question. In fact, I think I'll pull up the article here. It says, uh, this okay, wait, wait. The, the, before you do, can I take a guess why? Go I have, by the way, go guys, ahead. some, I, I most often never read these. Is it because that they're pushing a white cis woman instead of a minority? That's part of it, but that's oh, not what the that's not why the academy is, <laughs> is reviewing well, it. Look, they're reviewing it because people threw a temper tantrum because they're mad that Viola Davis didn't get nominated for the Woman King, yeah. and that uh, <laughs> what was her face? The title's always funny. Who was in Till? Uh, the director? No, no, the actress. Oh, I don't know. Um, so, so she was nominated for this award and they're now calling it into question because uh, yeah. she was not elected, uh, she, or she was not nominated through the traditional means. So they're mad that Viola Davis didn't get nominated for yes. the woman King and that Danielle Deadweiler did not get nominated for her role in Till. Yes. Two. Okay. Look, hear me out. Two not movies it. entirely about race. Yep. And two women who people think should get nominated entirely because they are black. Yep. Uh, The the funny thing about this is (laughs) is, um, the support came from actresses and actors who called the, the Academy Board of Governors for the for the Oscars and said, we want her to be nominated for this award. But it's funny because Hollywood is, they can't figure out what they want more. They can't figure out if they want the organic success of this actress or if they want to kowtow to uh, identity politics. What they're learning is that they're, the, the identity politics will be used as a bludgeon against them. Seems like totally subjective because they yep. say they have anti-lobbying rules. Yeah, you're not allowed but then to... they encourage a grassroots campaign. Yeah. So no, where they do you didn't, draw they the didn't line encourage between it. those? They don't encourage it normally that's the thing even in their finest hour hollywood is still a bunch of bootlickers who who like love the system so well, they they don't know it's what, pay like, to win like it's right now win. well yeah they talk about that here where basically the idea is that most most of the time like uh the woman king was backed by a major studio with mil- hundreds of millions right. of dollars behind it and the grassroots campaign was by two pr firms called shelter in narrative and it was it was self-funded by the film, either by the director or whoever made the film, self-funded the Oscar campaign. My question is, like, why did why would you put the money into it when it's not going to make anyone go watch this, the movie? Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Like, if this whole thing is yeah. rigged and it's pay to win and the only people who it's care pay, about the Oscars anymore are the people who attend in person, trust me. Pay to get nominated. Yeah, pay to, get, yeah. pay to win and pay to get nominated. Yeah you're kind of overriding the importance of the financial performance of the actual movie. Yeah. Like you are going way beyond like what the audience perception was. It's all about the inside baseball of this industry and no longer about whether the performance actually merited an award or recognition of some kind. And then plus all of the baggage about identity politics that's attached to this, like, I saw all of these anonymous um, takes that were submitted by members of uh, the, I think it's the writer's branch. Mm -hmm. Um, And (laughs) some of them were sympathetic toward uh, Riseboro. Others were absolutely livid that she got the nomination because it's not playing by the rules of their stupid rigged game. So one person said, uh, an anonymous person who I love did not want to identify their branch affiliation. You picture them all like with the silhouette outline so and their voice and their voices distorted by they a said, voice changer. <laughs> can you imagine if Viola Davis was being accused 
of what Andrea Riseborough's team is being accused of, she wouldn't have gotten the point of getting nominated. She would have already been disqualified and probably kicked out of the Academy. There's always one set of rules for one group and one set for another. Or should I say one set for black people? All this time, and the Academy knows that knows it, they choose not to do anything about it. Yep. Do I think that... She will be kicked out. Hell, she as in Andrea Riseborough. Hell no, because quote white is always right. Yep. She'll probably even win because the system is made for people like her to thrive, to succeed and flourish. For black people, there is no system. We aren't flourishing, but I'll <laughs> wait to see what they'll okay. do. Okay. Just you are absolutely brainwashed beyond all salvageable. <laughs> like. I, like you cannot be saved the, uh, if this is what you think. If you think that Hollywood is the entirety you. of the system is behind Viola Davis, right? When Every, like the the studio, the hundreds of million dollars behind the studios, the production teams are all behind her as they go out of their way every year to find movies like this that they can then lash themselves on the back and pretend like that makes them right. happy to watch it when it doesn't. They're just doing it because they have a weird fetish for self harm. This is the same bizarre take that came from the director of Till Chinone Chukwu, which we covered the other day, where she said that, you know, because Till wasn't nominated for Best Picture, that the film industry is upholding whiteness and perpetuating unabashed misogyny towards black women. Just be real. Be real for a second. You know this whole thing is rigged in your favor. Stop. uh, Like, affirmative action... The whole point of it is to prop you up when you didn't do that great of a job. They're Simple as. Only, Simple as. Only somebody um, kind of evil could take somebody who's literally... She, in this case, they're they're all celebrity losers. But in this case, Andrea Riseborough is the, under, is the underdog, is the one without the major studio backing. The one with all the money behind them is lashing the person who had to claw their way up to get there and calling them... The oppressor. It's just like, I'm wondering who even cares about these award shows anymore anyway. Nobody. Like, only the people on the inside yep. care about who is nominated, who is snubbed, who won. Yeah. Like, they remember all of this like catty high school girls. Yep. Because they have nothing else to worry about. They have no real problems to worry about. This is where people go when, <laughs> like, they're former theater nerds who never grew past... You know, being like attractive field theater nerds is the most dangerous demographic <laughs> in the world. Caddy, status obsessed mm. narcissists mm. who are just just minimally talented enough to get some level of recognition in this business. They are the ones who care about award shows. No, nobody who even watched this movie and had an opinion about it cares about whether she got nominated for best actress i'm gonna read christina ricci's comments because it's really funny because she deleted it because she walked it back the, like what happened yeah. there so she says seems hilarious that the surprise nomination meaning tons of money wasn't spent to position this actress of a legitimate brilliant performance is being met with an investigation ricci wrote so it's only the films and actors that can afford the campaigns and desert that deserve recognition Feels elitist and exclusive and frankly very backwards to me. Well, you're right. Welcome Christina to Ricci, Hollywood. And Christina you were great Ricci. and you were fantastic in the original Casper movie. So you're right. You're right here. Uh, but she was it's a funny. German though, wasn't she? She was. Uh, but she, she walks it back because. She also said if it's taken away the nomination, shame on them. Uh, in her now deleted post. 
And then here's the, the academy statement. We are committed to ensuring an inclusive, there's that word again, uh, awards process, the statement read. We are conducting a review of the campaign procedures around this year's nominees to ensure that no guidelines were violated and to inform us whether changes to the guidelines may, needed, uh, may be needed in a new era of social media and digital communication. So the idea here is like there were a couple of posts that might have trashed other nominees and therefore they would be banned for that. But what's funny is like, what does that matter? Uh, the lady from Till is complaining anyways she's not right. you can't you nominate can never... her now because she's complaining about hollywood in general so she's allowed to complain about literally everyone but not individuals that seems weird right unless you kiss these people's asses yep. and give them everything they want yep. they will cry and whine and complain endlessly and that's the thing you can't please all of them there's always somebody else who feels that they got snubbed that they were unfairly suppressed that uh you know there's some reason they were oppressed and and not that their work didn't speak for itself that you know this whole system is rigged against them and in, in favor of a privileged white woman okay you know what i'll 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 i've changed my mind i will i will back their removal of andrea risebro and you can put viola davis in there as long as we can put that 12 year old girl back in the razzies then then we you, <laughs> can, have, you can have one or the Look, other you can't have both i'm so sick of it because like I'm sorry. I like I didn't watch Till and I didn't watch The Woman King, but it's because they're so racially charged that I knew I wouldn't like them anyway. These are movies, frankly, about being black. They're highly racially charged films. And these actresses use that to their advantage because it's a highly sensitive issue. Not only are they that, so they're women's about the black experience specifically custom made for white women. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wow. Made, it's made for, for for white women to watch. So that at, right after what's that book that just came out? The one about uh, it's got like the blood drops on the cover. I don't know. As as they buy another yeah. eat pray love. No, no. It's the book about uh, it's like piece of it's shit like understanding art your, to put in their bed, their lonely, lonely bed that it, they share with their cat. It's like understanding your own racism and how to do better. And it's like it's like oh, all yeah. of the. By the way, there's no <laughs> trend worse than people who post pictures of like the book they're reading, like on their on the armchair. Like that's that's freaking dorky. Um, Tis reading is not. I want to do it now. Reading is not dorky. You. Hey, look at what book I'm reading is dorky. These are people with highly dysfunctional personal relationships um, who are uh, deeply maladjusted yep. within themselves. And then, you know, uh, they they decouple their personal problems from themselves by uh, subscribing to these stupid altruistic projects yep. that don't accomplish anything. And they, they just come in to ruin something that could be good, which is filmmaking. It's an art form. And they want to level the playing field by, you know, killing off the the top dogs. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, the best. I, I don't know if this is if this bears out for like actors and actresses and how they are capable of performing. But like, at least the best filmmakers, the best directors are men because they're yep. more uh, suited to being tyrannical, and you have to be. Uh, you know, able to s essentially steamroll people with your will to get something done that is exceptional. The women aren't as capable of doing that. It's just a fact. The filmmaking process is so enormous and there's so much to it that a certain amount amount of tyranny has to be done to get the film made. Like like if we're talking about even so much as like corralling actors that are not being reliable, like who do you trust more to 
just bust down the door of like an actor's trailer and be like, get the frick up. We've got call time. Get to your mark. Do I think that uh, the, that the guy is going to be more willing to send someone to go do that? Or do, do I think the female director is going to be more willing to send someone to do that? I think the male director is more likely to be harder on them the same way that yeah. uh, a father is more likely to hold his son or daughter accountable in that way. So yeah. it is what it is. It's so funny. I've been watching, um, I've been rewatching Royal Pains and seeing all of the weird storylines now that would not be doable. Uh, one funny one being that like, the character of Divya was like part of an arranged. Her, she's uh, her family's Indian, but grew up in the U.S. And she's like part of an arranged marriage that she like leaves for love. Like she like she like leaves, and then eventually her mom leaves her her dad, and she realizes like holy crap! Like I, I inspired my mom to do something I never thought would end up happening. But then she ends up back with the same guy at the end of it. Like they, they didn't want to be together when they were told to be together, but then they have the fairy tale ending mm-hmm. of like, they somehow fall for each other after That's that. Kind of... But it's such a Western idea. <laughs> it's just really funny. Cause now it would be called like colonial because you're imparting your Western idea of, uh, of what love is onto someone whose culture is different from yours. You're big on the USA network. I found, I love the USA network. All the great no drama. All the, the well, <laughs> no, that the was their their motto back then was characters welcome, and I like good characters. So that was like all of those shows, and not just that. The character of Jill like literally leaves to be a white savior in Africa, like midway through the show, and it's just like you wouldn't be able to do those storylines no. now because they're they're at least self aware enough to know that those stories don't play that well. I mean. A lot, there is a market for like white saviorism and I'm kind of getting sick of it. Like, <laughs> not kind of, but I, the kind I really am getting like... sick of it um, because these these movies like The Woman King and like Till, all these movies about, you know, colonialism and lynching and slavery, like I'm not, I'm not downplaying the evils that they are depicting in any way, okay? But if you think this is, these types of films like till like emancipation uh like the woman king these highly racially charged films that honestly in sometimes historically inaccurate ways demonize white people are what the culture needs right now you are severely out of touch severely like no one wants to watch this you are being a downer what's the simple as i i don't care about about the, the your deep message Less and slavery. the impact that it can have on systemic racism like i don't care just make something good make something entertaining i don't want to be villainized by the entertainment that i'm watching less uh less systemic racism more cocaine bear Something. Yeah, I saw the, I the meme that you posted, Crack, crack Bear. Be- his cousin, Crack Bear. <laughs> I loved it. I love so Crack Bear. I, al- I almost love ca- Crack Bear more than Cocaine Bear. He's a, look, Crack Bear's had a hard life. He's a special. Because Crack Bear's skinny. had a hard life. Because he's so skinny. He's a, crack Bear is such a skinny <laughs> legend, though. It's, uh, you know, he was in his crack era. Yeah. Era. Let's, uh, let's, go to su- <laughs> let's go to Super Chats. And we've got meme review coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Porco Rosso Forever said, for episode 300, how about getting balloons and reading Super Chats with helium voice? It would be funny. Oh, uh, that'd be great. That would be yeah. great, actually. But now that I'm thinking about it, like, wouldn't I die? Maybe. Should I die for the show? My last episode? I don't think I'd be allowed to do anything with helium. <laughs> oh, well... well. I, I would try it for a few, but real. I don't I don't want to do it the whole way through because then I would literally have permanent brain damage, and I already have enough of that. Bobcat said, "Mary, you need to have some bacon pancakes with real Pennsylvania maple syrup." 
That sounds good. Okay. Um, Make it happen. Like pancakes with bacon in it. I had that before. That was really good. God, stop putting bacon in. I mean, I love bacon. I really, I guys, stop. I love bacon. <laughs> but stop putting bacon in donuts and stuff like that. You like, don't like the combination. I really don't. Hmm. Bacon's a nice, savory, crunchy thing. I don't like it crunchy. I like it a little bit less cooked. Well, I messed up for that. I mean, at least you're eating bacon. <laughs> Raymond G. Stanley Jr. said, a new crisis party. Cat sprinted right out of the room. Dude. <laughs> no, you're First literally off, terrorizing staying. innocent animals and children. Yeah, Brett, I'm seeing you, I, I see another super chat there that they do not like the, they think it's bad. So that's too bad. Oop, thousand foot deep end said Dane's camera still says John. Sorry to put you on blast, Brett, but at least y'all get another crisis party out of it. I, I have since fixed it. Yes, you, you are no longer cool, John. Sorry about that. But have you thought of your new condescending uh, nickname for episode three hundred? What do you mean for oh, Dane? For um, how are we gonna still main guest host? We'll see. <laughs> It's cooking. Checked who's going to be on episode 300. We'll have to figure that out. We are going to figure it out. BMF Nate Dog sent us two dollars without a message. Thank, Thank you. you. Hobbit said, "I'm not into metal either, Mary, but I'm weirdly addicted to Sabaton's music. The beat is great and the lyrics are meaningful." Well, that's always good. Just another Gen Xer said, "Mary is legit wifey material." Well, I'm glad you think so because I've been. The angriest and most vulgar I have been on a show in a while now. Just picture all of these discussions but happening over the dinner table. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Not Alan Rogers said, Mary isn't red scared. Just come town for people that think women should vote. Basically. <laughs> I promise you red scare viewers don't think women should vote. Uh, Corey Alexander said, I meant in general. Stop conceding to, to Brett. He thinks you're conceding too much. Oh. I assume. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Noted. Noted for later. Jose L. Americano said, Bart, the sound effect was funny, <laughs> but now it's just cringe. Well, I would have changed it if you Bart? called me by the right name, but now I'm going to make it's it louder. It's like not even close. Now I'm going to make it louder, <laughs> more annoying, and worse for everyone because you called me by the wrong name. You dead named me, therefore <gasps> everyone no. here is going to suffer. You dead named Brett? Technically, I don't think that could be dead naming because I wasn't Bart before. Yeah. Can, by the way, can we get sponsored by these? I freaking love them. You like the rowdies? Don't do free promotion. Sorry. Yeah, we, we're Make charged. them beg for it. Yeah. Beg. Uh, Jose L. Americano, or no, Corey Alexander said, we also live in such a divided society that honestly we should split as a country before it gets worse than it already is the low grade. The low grade violence is low grade anymore with culture and politics mixed. I don't know. What do you think about that? Peaceful divorce? Not, not really, the show for that. Not really our bag. Yeah. Not, not, not our bag. We, we, we got talk, a side show to talk wants, about yeah, that. Like, nobody <laughs> wants to talk about geopolitics. Let's go. Yeah. With this Tim guy, he's doing should, great. Should Kanye and Bianca Sensori peacefully divorce? Let's talk about it. <laughs> that one's more up our alley. Joe Schmo 32 Electric Boogaloo said, Great name. Just jumping on to listen. This is for Dane's love of Puss in Boots and his anger over Sports Center no longer being about sports. Thanks. Yep, that was always going to happen. A worthy Such. cause. Sketch Therapy said, hashtag Oscar is so rigged, trending soon, AstroTurf versus Grassroots. Yeah, it's it's funny it's watching been, them. Right? They don't know how to support a Grassroots movement because there's nothing in Hollywood that's actually Grassroots. It's all AstroTurfed from the ground up. Yeah. So. 
Um, corn pop, I'm not reading that. Sketch therapy said the woman king sells slaves. Well, it was proven that yes. that tribe was a tribe that like sold slaves. So, yeah, yeah two yeah. more, uh, three more, and then we will be moving on to meme review. Hobbit said bacon is love, bacon is life. Not everything can be love and life, right, though? But bacon like, is can. It, is, that, is it that boy or bacon? I feel like we're living in both, like, 2010 and 2015 right All now. All at once. Like, it's definitely not 2023 in this chat. Caper2x said Lockwood and Co. Co. For your daily Wednesday fix, Make Mine Marvel. What is that? The show. The, oh, the Netflix. Okay. He gave me that suggestion yesterday. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, is that new? Hey, he doesn't usually watch suggestions. That's not true. I tried Will Trent. Hey, he doesn't usually watch my suggestions. <laughs> I just yours, Dane. Just I Survivor. definitely don't watch Survivor. Yeah. yeah. So, because um, no. is that is Lockwood and Co. new or old? It's, it's new, I believe. Okay. Potatoes for Seamus said, "Hi Bart, we love you." Now <laughs> let's get to meme review. Bart. You know what? Now we're reading one more because of this language crap going on. Uh. I will turn this car around. Caper2x said, DC Bart has a nice ring to it. Non-Cooper Brett. <laughs> more Bart, yeah. Oh, no. If you guys are not careful, uh. I will turn this car around and take he us back home right now. will turn this podcast around. Stop it, and I will take, We will go no. right back home. Don't you dare. Don't I you thought dare you guys were both that. my dads. That's, we are. So Who's the fun parent? It's definitely I am. Dane. Yeah. Okay, now this is getting more intense. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Let's go to meme review. Let's get it. I, look, <laughs> I, I'm. I, at least they didn't call me Ben. That's fine. Like, it's, it's like my brother's name is Ben, so I got called Ben like half my well, now life. Now you're telling them how to bother yeah. you. Well, yeah, great job. That, it would uh, be horrible if people super chatted that. Oh that no! Be, don't be, send us money. <laughs> don't do that. All right, guys, we Stop. are going to meme review. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start. Uh, I've got everything, I believe. Hold on, please. I got to do this. Hold the, please. Uh, I NYC do this Diesel the. said, my son is also named Bort. <laughs> cool. Well, that's a horrifying name. Uh, <laughs> no offense, Bort. <laughs> Shout out, Bort. Bort right. Diesel. Araftas of Stets said, Bart. That's it. <sighs> um, Bart. I'm not going to say this username, but he said, $8 for unfathomably based King Brett's blue check mark. Also, thanks for letting me borrow your Bugatti last week. Yes. Uh, well, you know, anyone's nice welcome to use the Bugatti if they need to. Really? Can I use it? Um, yes. Uh, also, what is, um, what was the, uh, do I have a blue check mark? I wish I had a blue check mark. On Instagram? I don't have a blue check mark. No. I you could probably get one. I will not buy. If you if you have, mm. like, media coverage, you could probably get one. Oh, yeah. It's really funny because, uh, so, Surge over the weekend was like, I can't believe I have an IMDb after moving out of Los Angeles. <laughs> and I, I thought something was funny. In fact, I should have, did I, did I take a screenshot of it? Uh, we have, not only is Pop Culture Crisis on IMDb, we have a 7.1 rating. Out of, out of 10. Out of 10. So we are a 7.1 show out of 10. Is on, that bad? On, I think that's purposely, perp uh, perfectly fine. Most of those Guys, USA dramas I love so much. Go are, to our IMDb and raise those up. ratings up. I know that you haven't looked Those are yet. rookie numbers. You got to step them up. Pump those numbers. Step later. them up. Like it's, yes. The, we need help. We that, need the exposure. Get us up to, to a higher rating on IMDb. I know none of you actually use it, but go right Brett. now. That's not true at all because I use it all the time. It was oh. probably Brett. Brett's like, you're a, eh, it's you're a, a special seven. case. Brett. I have not. I Hold on. I'm, I'm, are you going to add to the trivia section of Pop Culture Crisis <laughs> since you're actually oh my the God. Expert. That's such a freaking good idea. Holy crap. 
Yeah. Uh, so here's the show. How have we not thought of this before? I don't know. Here's the show. Guys, go to our seven. Go to our page Shouts on IMDb. Seven point one out of get ten. Get those ratings up right get, now. Get those ratings up. Those Ricky numbers. Um, like if you actually are loyal to the show. What? Okay. Here's a here's a question. What can we add to the trivia section? I will add to the trivia section right now. Just say Hollywood is so woke. No, say say hosts Brett and Mary believe that Hollywood is so woke. I don't know if I can log in on this. I, I'm not logged in on this computer. Well, don't the, reveal uh, your IMDb password. Yeah, give us your password, dude. <laughs> I, I'm guys. What's the worst uh, that can happen? I, I think tonight I will. People start... are gonna start like hacking your IMDb account and posting racist comments that's, as you. That's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> not funny. Tyler Hogue right. said, "Yeah, after seeing that, she for sure wifey. Who? You, your wifey. Seeing what? BMF Nate Dog said." I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Thank you. In, re- in regards welcome. to the what? crisis party, that or is it in regards to Sam Smith? It could or be or one of the deep fakes. Yeah. I don't know. This whole show has just been horrifying. Rhaegar Targaryen said, uh, "Are wait Junior. Junior starring Arnold Schwarzenegger discuss?" I mean, I'd rather talk about Kindergarten Cop. Or, that was a good movie. Yeah, there you go. Why yeah. have I seen that? But I haven't seen Boys Junior. Have, you know. Girls have, you know. <laughs> DD Mega Doojoo said Brent Maria Dane, the main attraction font. Base. Just letting you guys know, I now start my work day off with PCC over that guy, Timothy. I save my black filling for midday. Happy meme review Monday. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, that's what I like Why, to hear. Why, thank you. That's what I like to hear. You should start your days with us. You if you're always... not going to stop black pilling, then just ration it out. Yeah. At least. Uh, Number one news source, PCC. You don't want to end up sad. We're all facts here. Yeah, we don't do any news. No fake news here. Bobcat said, which is better, sausage or bacon? Bacon. Mary? Mm, Bacon if it's cooked properly. Yeah. Um, Which means less than it Sausage, patty, not links. (laughs) You're keeping an eye on me. They're Um, all good, honestly. Just bacon superior. Hobbit said, happy Thursday, Bart. Okay. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Bart. There aren't. Are there even any cool Barts? Are there like uh, Bart? Bart Simpson. Bart Bart He skates too. Bart Taylor from the movie Rad is a cool Bart. That's the only Bart I can think of. Bart from Pop Culture Crisis. By the way, guys, I had the revelation only minutes before the show began that the club was actually going up on a Tuesday. Yeah. And not a Wednesday. I have no idea. Dude, I literally sigh up to you. (laughs) No, I sigh up to myself. No way. I Into just sang the song and you were like, Wednesday. yeah, it's a Wednesday. Like that, is that a Mandela effect for you guys? Or Maybe. am I the What is going here? up? What? No, the no, it's, it's the club is on a Tuesday. You I've heard, song. I've oh, heard I've that never, horrible I've, I've song. I've never heard that song in my entire life. Right. It was an okay song. Okay. It, no, I mean, good for you if you haven't heard it. Honestly, I, I don't want to trouble you with it. It's not a song that I've, I'd ever heard before. Going to the club on Tuesday. Never I mean, Thank you for the personal content. Thank you. Uh, I, by the way, I have ended the, the poll, ladies and gentlemen. I asked if anybody had seen our Last of Us Episode 3 review entitled Mary Has Some Thoughts. Mary's Hateful uh, Rant. Uh, uh, <laughs> 64% say no, but they will watch it after this episode. And 35% said yes. Go off, Queen. Yes. Go, go watch my inflammatory tirade. <laughs> Araf Tassofstedt said, Man, I love PCC starring Megan and Barp. Okay, if I have to choose between Bart and Barp, 
Neither. Don't say. Don't say because they'll. Paul then Bart Malkoff. Do the thing don't you like the least. Parp his tart. That was Blart, not Bart. No, it was Barp. Blart. Mark Reyes said, "Hey guys, I got a suggestion for thumbnails of reviews. I find myself skipping them because they're similar to the clips." Thumbnails, is it possible to differentiate them or would that mess with the algorithm? It's not with the algorithm. It's that it would have to be designed by someone uh, specifically and then we would have to implement them. Right now, if you don't want to, if you skip them because you can't differentiate, there are two playlists for both Velma and The Last of Us on our on our YouTube channel that are just playlists of the reviews, so you can go and check them out there. I will continue asking about that. It would have to be a small change, but... Um, a different a, color of... Perhaps. Uh, text. Perhaps. Um, aesthetically, we're, we're looking into it. there's also the solution of reading. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry if that sounded condescending, but not really. It's also ableist. <laughs> Thousand foot yeah, deep everyone end. knows I can't read, so let's like True. this is this is a problem. <laughs> Thousand foot deep end said new league logo equals new season. Yeah, oh, maybe we yeah, like a new I era guess. because yeah. of that. I'm era. in my new logo era. Darth Doza said just a quick note that Dane freaking cracks me up. My favorite guest host. Oh, Brett, you, best taste in movies. Mary, you are appreciated greatly. It's a love fest. Thank in you. Here. Look at us. Huawei37 said, I need to donate Square Enix will demonetize this episode. If this is Crisis Core, Mary is Minerva. Yeah, we like, guys, we may end up um, cutting those like parts of the meme review if, if possible. Probably, if we can. Yeah. I mean, also like the clips from Megan. I don't know. Yeah. Terrence Rice said, Brett, I don't know what the F you were thinking with this current crisis party sound, but keep it up, King. <laughs> <laughs> that was, He's like, stay toxic. That, that was, Basically. uh, look, I, it, it started off. Oh, Bart. I, I, I made it shorter though. Like I, I compromised. It's not as long as the one with April O'Neil. Still terrifying, but it's not as long. So like people can get back to talking quicker. Right. So it's, it's yeah. scary. You're a solutions guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Perturbed yeah, that's, Alpaca that's said, just wanted to say Bartholomew. Yes, it's well, Bartholomew Bartholomew Dasovic. Dasovic. Yeah, sure. Accurate. All those. They're all, those are all right. Change it in IMDb. Bartholomew um, I had a friend. I had a friend who would call me Brettholomew. Uh, what about Branthovic? Whatever Br happened to that? That's just. Um, it says Square doesn't strike video game music. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see about. <laughs> we'll find then out. The, then the Megan clip will definitely will could, could definitely get could definitely. Oh we'll yeah, that's you know. true. Like, how do people stream playing games if the music in oh, game true. is copyrighted? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for participating in meme review. You guys are so talented. All yes. of you guys are so freaking talented. Uh, continue to send them over to the Reddit. Thank you so much for that. Uh, before we go, would you like this video? Would you leave comments on this video? Would you, uh, would you subscribe to this channel? People in the chat were, were saying that I look depressed today. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> no? No? Huh? Uh, uh. All right, guys. So, yes, like the video. Leave comments on the video. Subscribe to the channel. Thank you so much. Dane, let everyone know where they can find you. Well, guys, as you know or don't know, you can find me on Twitter at Dane Font. And now I shall spell that out for you. <laughs> D-A-N-E-F-O-N-T. Perfect. Mary, where can they find you? 
You can find pictures of me on Instagram at Mary Archived, and you can also send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. I'm on Parlor if you care as well. <laughs> and if you want to have your meme or clip or edit or whatever reacted to in our next meme review, then submit whatever you got to our subreddit for Pop Culture Crisis. And I also want to encourage you guys, actually demand, that you subscribe to the channel and like the video and comment or else. That Thank was you for watching. very dominatrix of you. I don't know how I feel about that. No, it wasn't. There's, 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 maybe maybe you got your head in the gutter. Demand. Um, two more super chats there. Yes. Lane said, uh, Lane gave us a thumbs up. And Caper2x said, Leroy Jenkins, Bart. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, again, thank you so much. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Brett Dasovic for the show. We are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to listen rather than watch, if you're one of the people listening to the to the you know to the show today when there was meme review, hopefully uh, everything's all right. Uh, you can uh, listen on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. And for the show on social media, we are on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore Show, Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, and on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow with another episode. Later, Bye. Guys.